0: Hello, I'm Peter Mitchell and welcome to CUDA's Standing Orders podcast series, specially designed to inform and support member credit unions. In this episode, I'm joined by Kahal Titer, Manager of CUDA's Solution Centre. Today, we're going to discuss mortgages, we'll consider where credit unions fit into the mortgage market and take a closer look at how the Solution Centre is currently supporting those credit unions with its unique mortgage platform. So Kahal. Can you give us a sort of a general overview of the mortgage market and where credit unions currently and potentially fit
1: into it? Yeah, sure thing, Peter. Well, I guess most people would realise that that the Irish mortgage market, it's relatively large and, and mostly focused within principal private dwellings. And it, it Really is dominated by the pillar banks. So, still today, we see about ninety-two percent of all mortgage lending in Ireland is is through the main pillar banks. There's some peculiarities within the Irish market as well. So, we do see a lot of the of the the the, the loans that originate come through brokerage uh, a lot more so than than in other European countries. Uh, but by and large, it's it's the main pillar banks. About eight percent of the mortgage market today is made up of retail credit firms. Uh, that's a growing percentage. Uh, but but again, it is it is uh, the likes of Bank of Ireland, AIB, they really are the, the the dominant market position in in Ireland. Mortgages last year showed quite a bit of resilience, so a lot of analysts were expecting the mortgage market uh, to 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 be severely impacted by by the lockdowns and by COVID restrictions. About 8.5 billion uh, of of mortgage lending went out last year. So it really did beat analyst expectations last year. And and that primarily was driven by first-time buyers. Uh, So there was was a lot of resilience in in the first-time buyer market um, last year. One of the maybe probably the key features of of the Irish mortgage market is is probably the types of mortgages. Uh, So we, we tend to be a little bit different to to our European peers in the type of mortgages that we see. Uh, So traditionally in Europe, uh, you would have seen a lot of long-term fixed rate mortgages. Um, So in France, Belgium, uh, any of the other Western European countries, you would see the majority of mortgages would be fixed over very, very long terms. Uh, You're potentially looking at 20-year fixed, 25-year fixed, really up to the full term of the mortgage. That has never been a feature of of the Irish mortgage market um, throughout about the, the the 2000s Probably as little as, as one third of mortgages in, in Ireland were fixed. And those that were fixed were over relatively short term, so maybe three or five years. Uh, over the past few years, we've seen a huge rise in the number of fixed rate mortgages. Uh, so so now today, obviously, people are looking to take advantage of, of record low fixed rates. So we do see probably about 70 up to 75% of, of mortgages last year were, f- were fixed rate. Um, so that's that's relative. Relatively new in, in the Irish market, did see a little bit of it in in kind of the late nineties, but but this is the first time really in in the last in the last decade that we've seen uh, such a high concentration in in fixed rate mortgages in Ireland. Uh, those that are fixing though are still fixing over relatively short rates or over a bigger pardon over relatively short tenors. So we are seeing the three five year fixed. A couple of banks are now. Fixing out to ten years, but they tend to be the exception rather rather than the rule. Uh, probably the other key feature of the Irish mortgage market is is the level of switching. Uh, so we do see a much lower level of switching in in the Irish market than than elsewhere in Europe. Uh, so over the past five years, about two percent of of mortgage holders have actually switched uh, their mortgage provider. So so that is just something to be aware of uh, when we're when we're speaking with credit unions. I think maybe looking at at, at switcher products it is it is a very very challenging space to, to to look at just purely because there's there's not that much demand for it in in the Irish market
0: um it's interesting that you mentioned the, the switchers there and switching um uh, the, there's no doubt about it the mortgage market is is changing they I noticed in 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 the last 12 months brokers seem to have got a, a much bigger hold of the market over 30 percent of that market now so it seems to be a, a degree of movement away from the two killer uh, sorry, killer banks and you know, the, as as the broker part of it grows and as, as maybe as it moves away from the stranglehold of, you know, Bank of Ireland AIB, you may see more switching occurring and particularly if credit unions come into the market, it could really, you know,
1: bode well for consumers. I think I think, Peter, it is it is probably the main opportunity as we would see it for credit unions. And if you think of it from a consumer's perspective, probably more so than any other financial product, this this is the product that is probably a once in a lifetime or maybe twice in a lifetime type of an application. And for, for the vast majority of people, it's, it's the biggest loan or the biggest exposure that they will ever have. Uh, so people, when they are dealing in mortgages, and I think probably Irish more so than anybody else, when you see the, the, the level of activity through brokerages, people do really like to have a trusted advisor in a mortgage context and and I think that's where the real opportunity is for credit unions, particularly when we see the kind of activity that we've seen over the past a couple of months with with AIB's announcement, Bank of Ireland's announcement of branch closures and then the announcement from Ulster Bank that that they intend leaving the market entirely. There there is a terrific opportunity for credit unions given their local footprint throughout Ireland and 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 their role in communities as trusted advisors probably to step in there and 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 be able to talk people through something that for most people is is a very intimidating process. It's 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 very very nice to have a you know a trusted advisor in a credit union that that can take you through that process
0: interesting okay so there's definitely potential in it for for credit unions so you guys are providing um you have sam and the the mortgage framework and so how can the solution center support credit unions that would like to either you know i suppose venture into mortgages for the first time or ramp up their 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 current mortgage offering
1: yeah so we, we would have launched our mortgage framework back in 2016, and that really what we wanted to put in place was essentially a toolkit for any credit union either looking to get into mortgages or maybe looking to improve or enhance their 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 governance and compliance of of their existing mortgage portfolio. So the toolkit that we've put in place really covers everything. So from your from your initial documentation to, to, to help a credit union out. So all of their policies, procedures, we've got a lot of guidance notes around the different uh, the, the, the different considerations that go into mortgages. There's a lot of regulation probably the most regulated product that a credit union can get into. So there's a lot to consider there. There's a lot of document entry requirements. Uh, so we've got all of that in, in place for any credit union. We built a bespoke uh, origination platform uh, so that that will take a, a mortgage basically from, from application right the way through underwriting. Uh, when, when we were designing the system or we were designing the framework, the mortgage credit directive came in. And, and in many ways, that was actually very, very beneficial for us because it made... I suppose demonstrating compliance with with mortgage lending fairly formulaic. Uh, so we were we were quite fortunate in that sense that, that as we were designing the system, uh, the regulations became very very rigid, and and we could actually build a system that just said, look, if we do this on this date, uh, then we can demonstrate compliance. So the system. Takes you through your, your your underwriting. Takes you through your workflow. Make sure that that you can demonstrate a compliant workflow under under the mortgage credit directive. And then at the at the far end generates all of the, the legal documents. So you you must provide to any mortgage applicant what's uh, what's called an ESIS, a European Standard Information Sheet. Most credit unions would be familiar with a SECI form from from personal lending. And ESIS is the mortgage version of a SECI form. Uh, so that must be provided to an applicant. Our SAM system generates that automatically. And then the SAM system generates the offer letter as well. So rather than a credit agreement that we would give for a personal loan in a mortgage context, we must just give a letter of offer and, and the SAM system generates that uh, automatically um, on, on every file as well. At the far end then as well, we've we've done a lot of work over recent years on mortgage arrears um, so for f- i suppose since the last crash um, uh, probably just 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 after that and and, and given the level of, of mortgage arrears, the central bank introduced the code of conduct on mortgage arrears and that set out the concept of having a mortgage arrears resolution process uh, so we 've done a lot of work on on mapping out for credit unions what a MARP process would look like for them we 've put all of the documentation in place that they would need so there 's various different communications that would go to a member in distress uh, so we 've drafted templates for for all of those documents and and they're available to to credit unions as well
0: wow so you've, you've really done a lot and i suppose it probably it's you know it's it's probably a reason why so many credit unions have signed up for it um but you do you think like is this our mortgage is something that all credit unions should be offering or just the bigger credit
1: unions no, I think I think it's very very important for all credit unions to to at least explore the the the, the options of mortgage, and and the reason that we would say that is the 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 mortgages probably became the first major project that we looked at, and and it was in in a specific context. We had done a lot of work back in two thousand and sixteen on mapping or projecting uh, credit union balance sheets and we did a lot of runoff modeling on credit union loan books and and what it would take to to grow loan books and when we did our runoff modeling we we realized that credit unions that had a full exposure to personal lending, what you find is is when we just go through a kind of a, a normal economic cycle and and we see a, a depression in consumer demand where where your full loan book is 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 in personal loans, that loan book rolls over probably for for most credit unions every 27 months uh, so you see your loan book depreciate quite quite rapidly if if your focus is on personal lending uh, so for us even just from a risk management perspective it's 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 incredibly important for for credit unions to look at having some longer term product in their portfolio because that helps to insulate you just during just during normal cycles of of, of uh, Depressed consumer demand um, for, for for personal loans. Probably the other thing as well is when you are looking at growing your loan book. Uh, look to to, to any lender there's really only three things you can do to grow a loan book you can increase the average uh, or you can increase the volumes of lending that you're doing you can increase the average value of of the loans that you're providing or you can increase the average term so they're the only three real levers available to 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 a lender in in growing a loan book and and mortgages are a key part of that because they put your kind of your average portfolio your average term of 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 your product it pushes that out and it also so you'd, you'd be you'd be trying to get a lot of, of, of um, home improvement loans out to, to, to make up for one large mortgage. So uh, it is it is a great opportunity for credit unions to to grow lending and to grow it in a sustainable way as well.
0: Okay, very good. And then so what what sectors of the mortgage market should credit unions focus on? I mean, is it first time buyers, switchers, traders up? You know. Yeah. Where where, where where what if if we look back at the the credit unions that that have already got involved in this space where have they tended to concentrate on
1: yeah so I, I think I think that's fascinating the, the the trends that we actually see within credit unions and and the, the the types of mortgages that they're giving so on our on our Sam platform uh, obviously we have we have about 23 credit unions using that now uh, we've we've drawn down on on that platform north of 75 million so we we do have a good overview of credit union mortgage activity generally um what we don't see a lot of is first-time buyer mortgages um and the reason for that generally is that market is is pretty competitive so if you're a first-time buyer the average first-time buyer mortgage in ireland today with the main banks is about two hundred and euro and they will be borrowing at rates of around two and a half percent. So that's a very, very competitive uh, marketplace for, for for credit unions to try to enter. Uh, but what we do see is a lot of the major banks aren't overly interested in smaller loans and they they tend not to or they tend to decline quite a few of them so we're talking here maybe loans below 125k uh again not a lot of appetite it, it would be completely loss making for for a bank to try to do a loan of of 125k over a term of maybe 15 years uh at at two and a half, even three percent, it's 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 just it's just not commercially viable. So what we do see a lot of uh, is is those kind of type of size of loans coming to credit unions and then maybe credit unions providing those mortgages at probably a fairer rate for 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 that loan given its size and 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 term we see a lot of credit unions coming in at four and a half percent. So the types that we do see tend to be things, we, we do see a lot of probate related. Uh, so maybe, uh, you know, a brother and a sister inherit a property between them and, and one is looking to buy the other out. Uh, we do see a lot of tenant purchase schemes still with, within credit unions, which, you know, for us is, is, is very good, honest kind of credit union lending, uh helping people maybe Buy their first home or, or or buy out their home um so so that has been popular over over many years probably more popular in some in some um, in some credit unions than others it, it really depends on how well you can work with with the local county council but for for the credit unions that have supportive uh, county councils it's it's a great opportunity we do see a lot of mortgages around around um, family breakdown as well um, so you see you see a lot of, of, of different types of mortgages coming in um, probably more recently we've seen we've seen a trend as well maybe particularly with the with the Dublin credit unions where a a lot of their members will be challenged um, on, on affordability, but you see maybe a lot of people looking to move, uh, maybe down uh, into into rural Ireland um, and maybe away from the cities. So we're, we're we're seeing that kind of activity that you would expect as well.
0: Interesting. Okay. So so you, you definitely credit unions have identified, I suppose, a number of niche areas for themselves. Um, and if and assuming that credit unions will get more involved in the in, in the mortgage market, which I, which I'm sure they will, because as all logic says they should. And um, what's what's next? You know, should they is first time buyers? You said that's a very competitive area. Traders up switching. You probably said is is a, is probably an area they should consider.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think switching again. It's 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 a challenging market. Um, and and again, it's just purely. By virtue of the fact that we see so little switching, and and I think what what drives that is about forty one percent of 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 mortgages in Ireland are still tracker mortgages. Um, so immediately anybody that's on a tracker is not going to be switching their their their, their mortgage. So that probably takes about forty one percent of of mortgage holders off the table uh, immediately. So so the, the it's kind of the balance of people that you're working with that might be open to switching. Uh, generally, they are on 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 higher rates. Uh, so people that have been with their their, their bank for 20 years uh, they're they're not getting the headline advertised rates so there is an opportunity uh, but it is very very difficult. the central bank actually did a lot of research on this and and they find that from a consumer perspective a lot of consumers are worried about about the the, 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 the I suppose the, the the frustrations that you go through in, in trying to, to to apply for a mortgage. Um, so a lot of consumers, think that that it's going to be a very, very involved process, a time-consuming process, a cumbersome process. Uh, so that that's the key reason that the central bank has found that, that people don't switch. So I think if, if credit unions are looking to target switchers, I think it's something that we'd like to work with them on. Um, obviously, in the solution center, we've got a lot of experience on the digital side and the marketing side. So I think if we were launching a, a, a switcher product, we'd like to launch it in such a way that we can convey to to members, how easy this process is going to be for them uh, potentially we could do a full online process and and um, and 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 make sure that the member knows there's there's very little involved from their side if they can provide us with the information we can do it on our side and i think if we could give some comfort to members around how easy we can make this process i think then we could we could potentially look at at switchers
0: uh, okay very good in terms of overall lending ability you know what type of headroom do Credit unions have at this stage in terms of long-term lending. Is there have they used up most of their their allowance or their are you know, there? Are they subject to to uh, maximum lending amounts for long-term lending?
1: Yeah, so so the central bank expanded the the, the maximum lending amounts recently um, in recent years. And what we've actually found the the, the registrar uh, Patrick Casey gave a speech to the Credit Union Managers Association earlier this week at their spring conference. And what was found was only one credit union has actually made an application to to further extend those limits. So we're not seeing huge activity within, within credit unions on, on, on reaching those limits. So there is there is a lot of headspace uh, for for credit unions to to provide additional mortgages. I suppose in, in terms of what we're doing to try to help, um, probably the key thing that we've done over the over the last year is we've put a lot of uh, extra work into our mortgage framework and into the SAM platform. Uh, so again, I, I spoke earlier about uh, the, 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 the market change over the last number of years has been a trend towards fixed rate mortgages. Um, so last month, we'd have actually launched or redesigned our, our SAM uh, mortgage system so that we can now provide or credit unions can provide uh, fixed rates uh, to to their members for the first time that's key for us maybe in in helping credit unions try to win some more of of the market share now when we look at at fixed rate mortgages uh, there are there are risks and there are challenges involved in in that so um, it's kind of there's there's specific considerations around fixed rates like how you're going to hedge those uh, credit unions obviously their their funding base is is totally from uh, member deposits um, so all of those deposits are Theoretically withdrawable on demand. Uh, so there's there's a lot of consideration around if we are fixing rates. If if a lot of our portfolio is fixed, how do we how do we hedge against that? And I think that's that's certainly an area that we will work with credit unions on, just maybe looking at our asset and liability management policies. We do have template asset and liability management policies. Uh, there are kind of various uh, approaches that credit unions can take to Better manage their 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 treasury or better manage their their asset liability positions, and and we'll we'll work with credit unions over the next while on on making sure that we we bed those down. Um, I think certainly in in conversations I would have had with with the central bank. They're very, very aware of of the the savings and loans um, crisis in America in the 1970s. Which I suppose what, what happened there was you you had a lot of, of savings and loan mortgage providers, uh, very very similar to credit unions, member owned, and and all of their their their, their funding would have would have come from from um, from member deposits. Would have given out a lot of of mortgages at long term fixed rates. At a time that rates were at a kind of record low levels uh, at the time, and then and then over the next number of years, uh, interest rates rose around them, and 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 those savings and loans couldn't afford to raise their dividends because they had fixed in at at such low interest rates on the mortgages. So then, obviously, the banks down the street told their members, "We'll give you two percent on your deposits." Some members naturally withdrew a lot of those savings, and and led to to a liquidity crisis. So it's in. That context, I think the central bank would just be concerned that that They'd, they'd like to see uh, just an understanding at, at a credit union level, certainly amongst the board and senior management, of how they're going to manage their their exposures, how they're going to hedge their exposures. There's there's a lot of options available to credit unions. Again, we do have a, an asset and liability management policy there, um, and and so it is it's it's all it's all achievable, uh, but it's just something any credit union looking at, at at entering fixed rates just needs to be aware of and, and needs to understand the the kind of the, the unique risk profile there.
0: Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Particularly as the market is does seem to be, you know, favouring fixed rates at the moment in terms of what people are drawing down. They seem to, you know, the fixed rates, I suppose, appear quite attractive. Correct uh, Just, just on pricing there, and I suppose you know, credit unions have always, you know, traditionally offered sort of risk based pricing. So you know, they're they're currently taking on you know some mortgages which the banks probably don't favour, uh, and and therefore it's appropriate that they would charge slightly higher, higher rates. Is, is there a, you know, do you see credit unions getting to the point where, they, where they're where they competing one-on-one with the banks on the main mortgage type products? You know, the they, they variable rates at, you know, two, two and a half percent. Is yeah. You, is that you envisage in the future?
1: So what, what I would say is, is firstly, amongst the mortgage lending that we see on, on Sam it is it is by no means uh, higher risk uh, so across across uh the mortgage lending in in, in sam uh, the average the average loan to value is about 52% and and the average loan to income is 2.16 uh, so that versus uh within the mortgage market generally about 2.5 is your average lti um so so i don't believe that the, the the mortgage lending that credit unions are doing today is 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 high risk it's it's certainly not and and we see that as as well in 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 the levels of arrears within within credit unions' mortgage portfolios, so it's 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 actually very very low risk product. What what drives the pricing for credit unions? It's it's not actually the the, the loan loss forecasting. What what drives the, the the pricing for credit unions is just the niche products that they're in. Uh, mm-hmm. So so it's when you're doing. Smaller loans over shorter terms. So the average Credit Union mortgage is one hundred and twenty-two thousand, and it's over a term of fourteen point six years. Uh, so that that again just just compares with the average mortgage in Ireland of of two hundred and twenty-five thousand over an average term of about twenty-three years. Um, so so larger loans over longer terms you can do at lower rates. Um, so it's 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 really the the, 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 the pricing within Credit Unions is, is more so a function of of the niche in which they're operating. Um, I think for credit unions to enter the, the mortgage market and to try to compete with the banks for first-time buyers, there's quite a bit that we'd have to put in place. So what, what you potentially have when you have a relatively small portfolio is you could end up with a large concentration risk. So if, if you've got a, a finite amount of mortgages that you can do, if you have a concentration in a few very big mortgages, obviously there's a risk there that would need to be managed. So I think a lot of credit unions are happy with, with the kind of the niche that they can they can operate in they can have a lot of smaller loans and and maybe and just as a as a risk management uh tool they can they can spread their, their 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 exposure across across more um across more so i think that is a prudent approach that that a lot of credit unions have taken and it's it's certainly working for them
0: yeah it certainly sounds like there's great potential for credit unions and and cuda is offering you know significant supports in this area so that's that's our first podcast on mortgages. And I hope it gives listeners a sense of how the Solution Center is helping credit unions to support their members when it comes to one of the biggest financial decisions they'll ever make. I'd like to thank Kahal Tyre, manager of Kuta's Solution Center for his insights. I hope you all found it of use. And if you did, don't forget to listen into our other podcasts in the same series. If you have more questions regarding Sam or any of the other products or services offered by the Solution Center, you can contact Kahal at the Solution Center. Thank you.